This week's Weed and Grub is brought to you by Lake Grade, sustainably sun-grown under the blue skies of Lake County, California. Lake Grade's proprietary strains are cultivated by local growers who have dedicated their lives to clean and sustainable growing practices. Every harvest is rack-dried and carefully hand-trimmed from 16-foot-tall trees. As certified by the state's Air Resources Board, Lake County has the cleanest air in California and an abundance of spring water. By using natural spring water instead of piping in water, the Lake Grade cultivation team is able to reduce their environmental footprint. Follow them at Lake Grade on Instagram and visit them at lakegrade.com. We are very thankful for Lake Grade support. So if you like what we do here at Weed and Grub, please check out the companies that support us. Like Like Lake Grade. Real talk. They're the best. Real talk. Thanks for everything, Lake Grade. We love working with you. Sun-grown cannabis, all natural from from the earth, for the earth, for your body. Let's go. Follow them at Lake Grade. Try all their products. They rock. It's been a great year working with them, and we look forward to more in 2022. Here's our theme song. Hello. And welcome to Weed and Grub. Did you like Transformers? No. Did you like... Uh, six underground no you don't like any michael bay films that's not true there's got to be a michael Bay. did he do the island isle of the dogs no the island oh with leonardo dicaprio no the island the 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 cloning movie with ewan mcgregor and um do you know what i'm talking about i don't know what you're talking about i'm googling it right now oh there's a great movie where uh i think it's ewan mcgregor and (laughs) i'm totally getting this wrong now i'm gonna say rachel mcadams 100 percent, it's not ewan mcgregor and rachel mcadams okay anyway it's about clones uh that movie maybe if michael bay directed that i liked that one if he didn't i don't like any michael bay movies wait then let's play a game because i just pulled up all of his movies okay yay or nay with bay Okay. You ready? I'm ready. So Transformers are off the nope. docket. No. Okay. So yay or nay with Bay? Yay or nay with Bay. Okay. Armageddon. Uh, yay. Yep. Six Underground. Nay. <laughs> Bad Boys. Never saw it. I'm oh, gonna say nay. We gotta add Bad Boys to our list. I don't need any more Michael Bay in my life, man. <laughs> Six Underground did it for me. There's not enough weed. There's that not. movie is such chaos. It makes no sense. There's a cutaway to a skateboarder doing a like a vert <laughs> ramp for no reason. It's not a character. It's just like a cutaway to get to the next scene. It's just pure adrenaline chaos. It was so infuriating because I loved F9 this year. F9 Fast and the Furious was one of my greatest movie-going experiences this year. It was perfection on every level. And I feel like Michael Bay just had like a little tantrum up in his like Calabasas mansion was like, well, I can do that too. You know what? You can't. You can't. You can't replicate the magic of the Fast and the Furious. Not least because the two female characters in the movie of the fucking Six Underground or whoever, both of them you put in the backseat. Yeah, he did. You put both women in the backseat, dude. (laughs) That is such a tell. That is such a tell. Like, I don't care if every woman in the movie is wearing some crazy outfit that makes her look like a sex object or whatever. Like, it's an action movie. I'm not here to pretend that we're like, this is like some feminist screen. Yeah, it's not doubt. 
No. We're not watching you, Crank Crust with Doubt. Yeah, I, I'm not like here to pretend that I'm watching anything other than a purely gratuitous action movie. But you can't put both women in the back seat. Michael. I know. And he talks shit about family in Six Underground specifically. He's right. like, there is no family. All there is is us. It's all family. That's why <laughs> Fast and the Furious is magical. It's because it's family. 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 I mean... Well, if you'd like to see Six Underground, it is on Netflix. Yep. If you would like to see Fast and Furious 9... I, yeah, buy the whole fucking... Buy all those DVDs. Yeah. I, seriously. Fast... Six Underground, uh, we had... I mean, I had coursing through my veins at that point. Edibles and uh, wine and all of the sugar in the world. It was like the perfect fucking cocktail to just like bloob out and like sticky toffee pudding and a big fat glass of red wine and like two edibles in my system at that point i just wanted to be horizontal and entertained yeah i want to be dumb and high dumb and high and uh wow couldn't do it not enough not enough weed well <laughs> on on one on one note you were right it is you and mcgregor and scarlett johansson in the island oh, directed by michael bay thank you i th- i think i said rachel mcadams i'm sorry scarlett for yes slightly interchangeable beautiful uh, white women <laughs> I just got a text from Scarlett Johansson. Oh, really? Yeah. Is she mad? She's very pissed. Oh, sorry. I do love Scarlett. She's, <laughs> and it's like, she's you've never, mad. You've never seen The Island? No, I haven't. Oh, there's a great scene in that movie. Uh, it, well, I won't ruin it. Let's just watch it because I would watch that again. That okay. is a great Michael Bay movie. So far on the list, we haven't gotten to Apocalypse Now from last episode. We have not. We did get to Fifth Element. Yes. We have, and we are adding the and adding Island to the list. Yes, this is our yes our our Christmas holiday New Year's break watch list is growing and subtracting. Also, we we managed to fit uh, Beverly Hills Cop in there. It was so good. It was so <laughs> not what I remembered, and also, so, I mean, Eddie Murphy. Whoa, he is like God's gift to um. God's- to entertainment. Gift. And I mean that as like he is he is a god-given talent and I don't like I don't know how else to describe it. There is no beat that is not filled in 16 different ways. Like my favorite part of Beverly Hills Cop was just Eddie Murphy like walking around his kids' summer camp pretending to be oh, a normal. Oh, that's Dr. Doolittle. Oh, that wasn't Doolittle. Sorry, we watched Doolittle as well. That was fucking great when he was like walking around his kids' summer camp and he's just pretending to be like a normal parent excited for his kid to go to a summer camp. And you can't even like really pin how he did the fucking send up, but it was like so Oh my god. Yes. It's, yes. Uh if so I, I guess our our non-recommendation, our Neon Bay Neon is Six Bay. Underground. Don't do it. But our uh HBO Max Relax Chillax Big Facts yep. is Dr. Doolittle on HBO Max. All the Eddie Murphy's on HBO Max. Although you can't rewind here at my house. I don't know what kind of hellhole I'm in. Come on. It's I, crazy. I'm trying to come in with positivity <laughs> and you're explaining why streaming services don't work. Mary it Jane. Just, it's very frustrating when you're stoned and you can't rewind because you miss something because you're talking, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Blaming it on you. <laughs> What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? This is our last episode. Welcome to Weed and Grub, everyone. This is a podcast about comedy, cannabis, culture, cooking, calling shit out, and chilling. And chilling. Fuck out. Taking a load off at the end of this year and entering into a new year full of just like. Oh, good breath, good space, good energy, because you allowed yourself to hopefully take a little time off to do something that just filled you up. Yeah, whether that's getting stoned out of your mind or maybe hammered out of your mind and watching movies or yep. 
putting down all your screens and reading a book. Yeah, or going for a beautiful, cold, chilly sunset walk. Like, uh, it's just been so nice to just take a moment and like do all of those things. Like truly like take that vacation moment. I've never stayed put for the holidays. I've never just stayed where I live. I've always gone to either my sister's place or my parents' place or I've just always been on the road. So like family. Family. Seriously family. It is fucking important. And so this year I stayed put and I did my thing at home with my fur fam and with you. Yeah. It was really nice. It was great. It was new traditions. Mm-hmm. I liked it so much. I will say on the Weight Watchers update, one final WW update for the end of the year, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, my screen cracked and it's very mad at me. Uh, all bets have been off these past two weeks because yeah. I, I hit a bit of a goal weight and then I was like, well, now it's the holidays. Let's really um, celebrate that success by reaching it again when I lose, when I after I gain all this weight over the holidays, because who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so um, a, a little bit of a reveal, if you don't mind me saying. Sure. Uh, I spent so much money at Shake Shack in the past two weeks that they started sending me emails as a favored customer, and they're like, we'd love for you to come in for a free burger, man. Like, wow. keep on keeping on with us. So, sh- you know, shout out to Shake Shack and shout out to Weight Watchers, because... Uh, in the new year, I will get back on track, but right now, all bets are off, and I am just going ham on ham. That's nice. Yeah. It's good to do that for yourself. I think so. I've been ordering like all of the different... I've, I've hit all of my takeout boxes. I've hit the pizza, wings, ramen, Thai, Indian, um, fucking... Oh, Singapore, my fun... Chinese, all, all the different takeout boxes in the last week. I just let myself do it and it felt great. My my fridge is like just like a thousand tiny boxes right now. <laughs> yeah, because you order enough for leftovers for mm-hmm. like second meal or next night. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And in addition to uh, making sticky toffee pudding for Christmas Day, which, you know, we had to do. Uh, it's Yeah, it's just been a plethora of deliciousness and some great, like I've really been enjoying eating some great edibles. Those Binsky gummies uh, that we got at Hall of Flowers, mango gummies, they're the most perfect, like, I don't know, they just set me adrift on a little like cloud. It's like being held in the palm of a big hand. Yes, yeah, a you very know? large fluffy hand. Yeah. Like, I, like what I imagine <laughs> Mickey Mouse's hand would feel like to sit on. Yeah, haha. It's, <laughs> it's real nice. And yeah. then I doubled that up with a wild gummy the other night that was high in CBD. And that just, like, I actually woke up reversed, um, like reverse cowgirl, but not in a sexy way, just like sleeping at the wrong end of my bed. <laughs> Not a sex move. <laughs> Fully clothed. <laughs> a sleep move. Yeah, a sleep reverse cowgirl. <laughs> you know, sometimes I like being upside down in bed. It's nice. Change it up, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes you get tired of the old ways that you're sleeping. Yeah, bring some new energy into your life <laughs> and, and sleep in a different position. <laughs> I did that. It felt great. That's awesome. <laughs> My house is full of all kinds of new energies. Damn right. Yeah. To go into the new year. For sure. Yeah, it's important. Do you want to get to the news and yeah. all the things and then go bake some cookies? Yes. Let let us do it. Let us do our uh, final Grublet grug, grug, Gazette of the Year, which is presented by OCB. The Grublet Gazette is presented by OCB Rolling Papers, the largest rolling paper brand in the world, crafted naturally since 1918. OCB offers a full line of plant-to-puff papers made with sustainable fibers farmed from within a 500-kilometer radius of their facility in France, which is powered by 100% green energy. In 2020, OCB rolled out America's first ultra-thin, slow-burning bamboo rolling papers and cones. They're even burning, no-tear, GMO-free, and vegan. Not all rolling papers are created equal. OCB offers 
offers a premium smoking experience that we call Harmony on High. Uh, <laughs> Ask for OCB wherever you buy your papers and sample their entire line of products. Plus, visit OCBUSA.com and follow OCB on Instagram at OCB underscore USA. Thanks for rocking with us all year long, OCB. We are so grateful for your support. Absolutely. To um, sponsor our new segment every single week this month has been a huge, huge, huge honor. So thank you for working with us. And if you fuck with us, fuck with OCB because their rolling papers and cones are fire. I use them a lot. Mm-hmm. It's an easy lick stick, twist, rip, and light. Yep. All about it. So shout out to OCB. And you said every week this month, but it's been every week this year. They have been on board with us all year long. All year long. Yeah. Thank I know you. what I meant. Thank you. <laughs> so they are bringing us our final news story of 2021, which we are reporting from marijuanamoment.net, one of our favorite spaces on the internet to get marijuana news. And this story is that one third of programmers use marijuana while working, with many touting creative benefits. A study finds. Mm. That's the headline. So uh, the story just says that more than one third of software programmers say they've used marijuana while working with many finding that it helps promote creativity and gets them into the programming zone, according to a new study. The study was done at the University of Michigan. Uh, A main motivation behind the study was that the drug testing policies remain common in the programming sector, uh, which may be contributing to, quote, hiring shortages for certain jobs, the study says. So what the study found was that 35% of the survey participants said that they had tried cannabis while programming or completing another software engineer-related task. 73% of that group said they have consumed cannabis while working in the past year. The study is titled Hashing It Out, a survey of programmers' cannabis usage, perception, and motivation, and it was published this month in Cornell University's journal, which is called, it looks like AR, I don't know, ARXIV. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but basically, you know, no duh. Like any programmer that I know smokes hell of weed and gets shit done. Yes. Um, when I actually... Um, met uh scott who i was I dated for a very long time he was a mad fucking talented programmer and he had taught himself how to code like just with a bong on his desk and he just would like dive into it and get super stoned and then just like teach himself everything he needed to know and the weed helped him do that like he directly tied his ability to be able to code and learn about it because of cannabis use is it something that you feel like it straps you to your desk and opens you up and gets you focused and you're able to like Treat it as an adventure so that you don't well, like, yeah, like, I mean, what do you I don't think know it how is you for you? It, like, I, well, I can't smoke weed and work. So I'm really fascinated by people who do use cannabis to actually focus because I use it to relax or unwind or, you know, to sort of like restore or reset. But mm-hmm. I definitely don't use it when I'm working on a project so much. But, um, the study found that the most common reasons for cannabis use were, one, to make programming-related tasks more enjoyable, which 61% of respondents said, um, to think of more creative programming solutions, 53% uh, of people said. And in fact, all programming enhancement reasons were selected by at least 30% of respondents, including mitigating pain and anxiety. Um but it, you know, wasn't wellness related. It was definitely like focus related yeah. and being able to workplace related. Enjoy yourself while you're doing a tough job. That's you know, desk jobs are actually grueling as fuck. Every job's hard. Yeah, literally every <laughs> working is hard. Yeah, like yeah. it's hard to just work. Man. So we definitely know that like people have, you know, obviously like if you have a manual labor job where you know your body is in a lot of pain, like you might find cannabis useful to like get through your work day in that sense. Strapped to your desk, it's a whole different set of factors, but maybe you might find cannabis helpful to like unlock some of your ability to do that job in a better way. So I absolutely, don't know. you make me think of um, 
because we just watched all the Matrixes mm-hmm. as well and um, are going to watch Resurrection. Mm-hmm. What if um, Morpheus opens up one palm and there's a blue pill and uh-huh. then he opens up his other palm and there's a red pill. And then if we were in Hot Shots, there would be a third Morpheus palm that opens up in the middle of the other two on screen and it has a little weed bud in it. <laughs> I know which one I'd pick. <laughs> <laughs> and then Neo's like... Oh. I'm going to go get some work done. And he grabs the weed and like starts coding and saves the day and kills uh, Mr. Smith while high. Perfect. I love that. I think it's the way it should go. In fact, I'm going to be disappointed if that's not how Matrix Resurrections ends. It has to. (laughs) I would love a weed strain called the Matrix. I don't know if it's on lock as a trademark, but like between this programmer study Mm -hmm. saying that, yeah, people use weed and they get work done while they're high. They're better at it. They're better at it. It helps them. And a strain that might come out that's like some super high potency. Potency sativa e mm-hmm. um, one zero zero one one kind of mm, strain. <laughs> Sign me the fuck up. Hell yeah! Well, I think this is a fucking cool story because they, you know, they really dove into it. It's not anecdotal. They did a survey of eight hundred and three developers, so that's a pretty big sample size. And um, you know, the word is back that uh, at least one third of programmers enjoy using cannabis to help them work. Um, we have a fun splainer that we're going to drop this week, which we recorded for our Patreon. That was all about. About Delta 8 and you know some of you had asked us what the fuck was up with it and we did a deep dive for our Patreon we're excited to share it with you here on this channel as our Patreon is on hold for the moment while we work on some stuff and thank you to everyone who rocked with us uh, as our Patreon supporters this year and we hope you will join us again when we open things back up in 2022 thank you to all our listeners thank you to every sponsor yes. thank you to everyone who's fucked with us thank you to every guest who has chatted with us Mary Jane thank you um, huge thanks big thanks Big thanks to everyone for making it all possible. And if you're going to be in the Bay Area, we are going to be live again for the first time. And we're so thankful for that as well, to be part of the San Francisco Sketchfest with incredible guests. January 23rd, our live show is at 4 o'clock at the Gateway Theater. We will drop a link in the show notes and we'll be obviously talking about that on our social channels leading up to it. But get your tickets now. Um, we're hoping to sell the sell the place out. Absolutely. With some surprises, with some gifts, with some sponsors who might have some surprises and gifts Mm -hmm. for everyone in attendance. That's right. Dot, dot, dot. You know what we're saying. Stuff. Dot, dot. Yeah, you might have to be 21 to win some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we get to our Buds of the Week? Let's get to our Buds of the Week this week. Okay. My Bud of the Week this week is my friend Liz. She's at That's Busy on Instagram. She's a fantastic follow, Liz Whiting. She's just an all-around fantastic person making cool candles content in the world and she has started a podcast it's a video podcast called send us flowers that's at send us flowers on ig and um she's just doing cool stuff she's like you know product reviews and she's a major wellness advocate for cannabis use she's an endometriosis advocate she's like she's just got cool fashion she's been fucking crushing it as like a cannabis entrepreneur here in la since i met her i just love her and um she's a super fun follow and she is my butt of the week my butt of the week this week is Mike Blatt Black at Mike Black is back. He used to be Mike Black Attack. Mm-hmm. Account got canceled. So one of the reasons I wanted to be my butt is you should go follow Mike Black at Mike Black is back on Instagram. Uh, most of his Instagram is covered in like toys and action figures and dioramas that he makes. He's also an incredible comic who is a paid regular at the Comedy Store. So if you're ever around the Comedy Store right around 11 o'clock or at midnight, you can catch Mike Black doing dynamite sets that are very fucking funny. 
the big reason he's my butt of the week this week is at a holiday party, I got to sit down and really kind of reconnect with him after all these years of COVID and isolation and not hanging out in green rooms anymore. And we had a real crazy discussion about Richard Pryor and George Carlin because I was talking about how I don't really like them and I don't really feel like their comedy is as funny as um, the things that resonate with me. And he gently put me in my place where he was like, you might have been seeing them in very vulnerable new moments in their comedy where they were no longer talking about the world around them and they had maybe grown so famous that they were losing a little bit of touch with things. And that's when I was like, yeah, George Carlin, he just like rhymes on stage and gets applause applause breaks for coked out rhyming. And Mike Black is like, no, 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 dude. You have to understand where the world was at that time, what he was saying on that stage, why it was important. And the same with Richard Pryor. And um, I got like a really deep, heartfelt kind education about where i was missing the mark on these like legendary stand-ups that um he's following in the footsteps of as a great comic with something to say himself and so i just want to shout out not only like dropping some knowledge on me but also what a tremendous comic he is wow yeah that's it was cool. awesome i came in a little hot and a little bit cocky you like you do mike i know i know yeah yeah definitely and like jim jeffries was right behind me and i was and he's like you know jim jeffries and i was like i don't care dude i like <laughs> i have opinions too i don't need to <laughs> pretend i don't <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah how interesting i love that i love how, being able to sit down and have that kind of conversation with someone and like learn you know yeah it's good. It was good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, follow Mike Black. Cool. And that's my butt of the week. All righty. Anything? Oh, can I say one more thing? Sure. If you're in Alaska or you have any friends in Alaska, uh, uh, January 14th and 15th, come through. I'm doing three to five shows. We haven't figured it all out yet, but uh, I'm going to be in Anchorage January 14th and 15th. Oh, man. Man, I can't wait to do it and uh, hope to see some folks there. Do you know? Are you going to Coots? I'm going to Coots. I'm going to Everett's. Yeah. It's going to be a party. Coots is crazy. We were there two years ago, coming up two and a half years ago now, uh, when we toured from Alaska. We we started the Before You Die Festival in Alaska. Shout out our friend Cass, who runs that fest. And... uh, Fuck man, that was an education in so many things. It was yeah. a wild. I'd I'd never uh, experienced anything quite like that. It's chaos, but it's like living. fun chaos, <laughs> fun man. Chaos. Great weed, fun chaos, good pizza. Oh my god, just so fucking beautiful up there too. It's like the roof of the world. Yeah, it you know? is. No shit. That's exactly. awesome that you're going up there. That's gonna be a good time. Well, hope to see some of you who listen to this up there and uh, smoke and hang with yeah. me. Yeah. What's up, Michaela? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's get to it. This is our last one of the year, Mary Jane. Yeah. So this is our splainer about what the fuck is Delta 8. Uh, Did a a fun dive into it. We had a great time doing our splainer sessions for uh, our Patreon. And so this is, yeah, just us digging into what the fuck is Delta 8. Mike. What up, Mary Jane? Take two. Take two. <laughs> Sorry, I got really stoned. Mm-mm. I apologize. I did get very stoned, and we were only 30 seconds in, but I was like, hey, can I just like stand up for a second? I needed to go get myself a very cold glass of water to reset, because I'm also very stoned, and I'm excited to be talking to you, and I want to want to actually say things that make sense. <laughs> cool. Great. Yeah, I need to stand. You need to sip. Now yep. we're back. Now we're back. Every All the fur fam is gathered. Everyone has what they need. Archie. <laughs> 
You're good. He's humping his panda. Okay. Yeah, he's all, more than ready. right with the I world. I think he's, yeah, more ready than all of us. <laughs> um, welcome, everybody. Hello, uh, patrons. We are so excited that you're joining us for another splainer today in the Weed and Grub Splainer series. We've done a couple so far. We did uh, What is the Endocannabinoid System? And last week, we talked about what uh, is decarboxylation. And vape temps. And best temps for vaping. Yeah. We talked about what is decarboxylation. I might See, I need to... My brain... I hear What's wrong with that sentence? I just heard the sentence and then I followed it back and I was like, I needed to put the verb after the subject and see what decarboxylation is instead of what is decarboxylation. See, this is where my brain is right now. Wow. Like the sun just went down. <laughs> are you are you having a sundown moment? <laughs> and I'm like, my brain is going in six directions at once. She doesn't have dementia, but she gets hung up on sentence structure <laughs> starting around eight o'clock at night. It's pretty serious. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. She always reads closed caption and keeps pausing everything yep. to point out how they're not speaking the way that it should be written. <laughs> <laughs> this is when I get out my red pencil and I go through all of the emails and messages that have been sent to me and I make notes about how I would have done a different no not at all um but yes I am excited for another splainer today about uh, what the fuck is delta 8 what the fuck is delta 8 about for real what the fuck delta 8 is see what what is delta 8 for fuck's sake for fuck's sake what the fuck is delta 8 why are we hearing about it so much why is it legal in states where you can't get weed legally why is everyone seemingly jumping on this bandwagon the way they jumped on the cbd bandwagon a few years ago does it get you high yeah why why is it a delta how how is it different from thc and how is it the same so we're just gonna dive into it please do um one second okay thank you for doing all of the research again, <laughs> teaching me all about these things and taking the time to gather all of this together so that um, we can we can explain. It's fun to learn about in order to explain because I, you know, I'll, I think I know about something and then I'll start sort of just like making notes to make sure that I can get all of it across and I'll realize like, oh, there are giant holes in what I fucking know the huge amounts of things. So that's my favorite part about, you know, I mean, writing a new story is that I get to like research and dive into things and then, and then, and then talk about it because I learned something in bringing this information to you. Cool. Very cool. So explain yeah. me D8, please. Okay. Delta eight. This is a splainer. What the fuck is it? And how is it made? Delta eight tetrahydrocannabinol, also called Delta eight D8, Delta eight THC, it's the new kid on the block. It's the, it's the cannabinoid that we are hearing a lot about. It is actually the fourth most researched cannabinoid in the world, according to my internet research. That's cool. But it's been largely um, not checked out in the United States, obviously, because cannabis research in the U.S. is way behind because of the insane war on drugs and the fact that nobody has been able to research any any cannabinoid. Um, and we've been depending on places like Germany and Israel to to do the work. Yeah, that's what when you mentioned um, the studies, my first yeah. thought was, oh, maybe it's in Israel that yeah. all of this information is coming out of. Where Dr. Raphael Meshulam has been doing incredible work and identifying all of the properties of the plant since the 60s. It's yeah. amazing. It's also kind of cool because you know how we just got onto the um, like that podcast list? Uh -huh. Like there's got to be like when the scientists saw their uh, cannabinoid jumped from like maybe 26 uh -huh. all the way to number four. I bet they all felt really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were like, man, I'm doing cool work. They're all getting like Delta 8 tattoos. <laughs> and they're like, we made that happen. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> so, well, the reason that Delta 8 is a big deal in the last couple of years is because of its legal status, because of the 2018 
Farm Bill, which legalized hemp in the United States. So Delta-8 can be sourced from hemp, much like CBD can, and because it can be sourced from hemp, and hemp is legal for sale in all 50 states, it's sort of, it's even though it can get you high, it's got that loophole of being sourced from hemp. And what is the federal definition of legal hemp? It is, hemp is a cannabis plant that has less than 0.3 THC in the plant. Very fascinating. Yeah, it's neat, right? Very, very fascinating, yeah. Yeah. It's so, like Clark Kent and Superman in yeah. a way. 0.3% is all that's separating them, which is like some some glasses on your face. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So cool. Delta-8 is um, often uh, broken down from CBD, but I found this one uh, lab called Delta-8 Science, and they say that they work with a vertically integrated operation, meaning they like from growing the flower all the way through, and that they source their delta eight through a um extraction process where they isolate and synthesize it and then they create wholesale delta eight concentrates without extracting them from cbd so i'm a little confused about the actual science behind it because i know what often happens is that cbd will be extracted from hemp and then delta eight is actually extracted from that cbd got it so So, it's a bit of a russian doll situation within the plant it seems like it's definitely you know these these growers who are they've got the they they're growing their hemp for CBD products and then a byproduct is this delta 8 and they started figuring out ways to use the delta 8 and now people are also sourcing delta 9 from hemp as well interesting so the molecular structure is interesting delta 8 THC is very similar to delta 9 THC which is what we know as regular THC that's what gets you high when you smoke weed is your your THC got Everyone, it so yeah. so that 0.3% that separates hemp and cannabis plants, uh-huh. um, Delta-9 would be the focus, more of the focus in the cannabis that plant. Is, yep, that is the focus, Delta-9 THC. And Delta-9 THC just has a slightly different molecular bond from Delta-8 THC. And Delta-8 THC binds to the very same cannabinoid receptors, the endocannabinoid receptors in your endocannabinoid system that Delta-9 does, and it does get you high, but it's just a little different. It bonds to your receptors slightly differently, so it gets you high, but not as high. So some people actually like it. They feel like it's a little more chill. It's a little more manageable. When I tried it with you for the first time, I felt it was just like a little bit of a lighter experience. It, it, and then it kind of just made me a little tired. Um, I didn't, you know, because I'm, I'm using weed for sleep, I think it might be perfect for sleeping, but I don't know if I would seek out Delta-8 when I have access to like, you know, great Delta-9 edibles and or products. You know, I don't know if it would be my choice. Have or, you tried anything besides that one? I have vaped and eaten it now. Vaped and eaten it. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So it does get you high. You know, we were just talking to a friend at an event who was saying you should warn people to be careful, actually, because she consumed a bunch of Delta 8 and she has a pretty high tolerance to regular weed Mm -hmm. and also makes a lot of edibles herself. And she was saying that her experience of consuming Delta 8 was like really fucking intense and that she actually threw up. Whoa. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so terrible. I mean, you know, did you check out? The, like, do you think it was where the actual flower or de- the delta right. was sourced? Mm-hmm. Any of that kind of stuff? And she said, no, she really feels like she just overconsumed and it was an uncomfortable experience. Yeah. Wait, is this our friend who was in that uh, uncooked shrimp dunk tank all day? What? Because <laughs> <laughs> maybe she threw up from being, uncooked being in that. shrimp dump dunk tank. Yeah, at the carnival. 
what is an uncooked shrimp dunk to I was just picturing another reason she could have thrown up as being she she was in a that is the most filled with uncooked shrimp. Bananas reason to think that someone might throw up is that your brain actually put someone in a dunk tank full of uncooked shrimp. <laughs> what the fuck? It's just another option. Like maybe she ate something. No, maybe she was like immersed in a sea of uncooked shrimp, and that's why she feels ill. Could be. Wow, you're nuts. <laughs> that's fucking great. Um, on on my Delta Eight experiences, mm-hmm. I tried that same edible you did, and it wasn't for me. Right. But then I tried a drink that we were uh, gifted recently to see what we thought of it, mm-hmm. and I loved it. Yeah. And I think some of it was set and setting. I think some of it was low and slow. And overall, I didn't get groggy. I didn't feel some type of way. I wasn't foggy once the high wore off. Right. And it was really enjoyable. So um, I'm one in one with it. So I really feel like I need to try it again. Yeah. To, um, to like really give it a fair shot. Yeah, I think it's it definitely depends on what it is sourced from. So if your Delta 8 is extracted like if your cbd is extracted from hemp and then refined into an isolate and then that cbd isolate is synthesized into delta 8 that i think will be a very different experience from sourcing delta 8 from cannabis and the whatever the whole plant extraction process is for that and i'm i don't we'd need to talk to an extractor to actually under for me to understand really what the different processes are Mm -hmm. and why one is more something than the other one which is something different right but it's just you know it's like cbd when it's extracted from hemp versus cbd when it's extracted from whole plant cannabis you know it's a different experience it is and having especially now because we're using these edibles for sleep and having an edible that's got that thc balanced with cbd and cbg and cbd and all of these different cannabinoids are playing their various parts in the whole symphony along with the entourage effect of the terpenes and everything. It's really fucking neat. So I'm very, you know, I'm sure that the Delta 8 that you can buy legally at the gas station is might not be as interesting or great an experience as the Delta 8 that you can get in some of the legal edibles here in California that are now using these rare cannabinoids. Yeah, which brings us to another part of when I was tweeting a bunch about when I was on Twitter and I was tweeting about Delta 8 and a lot of people reminded me that weed isn't legal where they're from so if this is an option and it's accessible to them this is what they're going to take and they're going to like be it and it was a really good reminder for me and I needed to hear that yeah it's it's interesting I mean you know it's this is an option for people who are in states that still allow there have been some states that have started to ban Delta 8 which is really interesting and a lot of those happen to be the legal marijuana market states yeah right yeah right Uh, you know because they are, you know, just trying to regulate all of the industries and make sure they have a good grip and control on, on you know, anything hemp or cannabis related. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can currently order this in Alabama, which has, you know, you go to jail if you have a fucking joint. Right. So you can try a Delta 8 THC product currently. You can order it in the mail and have it delivered to your house legally. So The other thing you're making me think of is that um, because it's from the hemp or cannabis plant, that... Either way you slice it, even though this is a new idea to us, yeah. still safer than alcohol, Absolutely. still coming from the plant. So like there's a there's a lot of uh ways that it's being developed and marketed and sold. And right. like th- there's gonna be pros and cons as the dust all settles and 
like honesty and truth comes to the forefront. Yeah. But in the meantime, going low and slow, finding something you like, dialing it in and enjoying it is is always the best way forward. Yeah. And that's pretty fucking exciting. It is. I mean, you know, if you if you can find Delta 8 gummies or, you know, I have some chocolate or any of that kind of stuff and you're willing to, you know, go in low and slow and like just make notes about it for yourself, you might find that it works just as well as, you know, needing to find your Delta 9 chocolates or whatever. So just make sure that you, uh, like Delta 8, uh, products often have double the amount because they're, it's a lighter effect. Oh, good to know. Yeah, so Delta 8 gummies often come in like 25 milligram gummies, which is quite a lot. So I would just recommend trying half to start out with. Great point, because if I see a gummy, I'm going to assume it's 10 yeah. because most gummies are 10. Yeah. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. So just take it easy. Um, as far as legality goes, it's currently like this weird legal gray area. There are very few state laws that are specifically addressing Delta 8 THC right now. Most state laws that govern weed or, you know, cannabis language just apply to uh, marijuana or cannabis and THC and CBD or Delta 9, and they don't specifically address Delta 8. Um, There are 11 states currently where Delta 8 is believed to be illegal according to state law. Um, And those states currently, uh, as far as I could find out today, are Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Colorado, Delaware, Idaho, Iowa, Mississippi, Montana, New York, which has explicitly outlawed Delta 8, Rhode Island, and Utah. Whoa. Also, if you're listening to this and you weren't seeing the Animaniacs um, (laughs) uh, state alphabetical order song while Mary Jane (laughs) was doing that, then you are missing out on some fun inside your head. Can you do it right now? Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Texas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) These splainers are fantastic dives into your brain because last week we got Captain Planet out of here. With the earth, wind, water, fire, heart, Mm -hmm. Captain Planet situation. And now I know all of the states through your Animaniacs recreation. Yeah. This is great. It's crazy. Yeah. Do you want to hear one more crazy one before we move on? Definitely. That's why we're here, really. When you were talking about the difference between Delta 8 and Delta 9, Mm -hmm. all I could think of was knowing um, which identical twin don't look alike. They're, what are you talking about? Identical Frater- twins? Fraternal. fraternal. Yeah, so they're not identical, right? Yeah, so they're fraternal. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not na- asking you to name. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> which identical twins. twins don't look alike? I don't know. He's a shitty sphinx. Just get over the bridge. <laughs> Ignore him. Ignore him. <laughs> which identical twins used to look alike, but one of them was maimed, and now they look different. I don't know. <laughs> Just go. 
<laughs> what go. Are you t- okay. Yeah. Yes. Go on. Fraternal like that's twins. what Delta Eight and Delta Nine sound like to me is fraternal twins. Oh, like yeah. some of them got the athletics, some of them got the looks, some of them got the smarts, <laughs> some of them, but they're twins and they're, you know, yes. connected. That's a good way to think of it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're twins and one's just a little shorter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Yeah, but he might be uh, better in different ways. He's for super you. smart and he's like available to the public and like yeah. gives people joy. He and might be more emotionally life. available. Maybe he's the one for you. <laughs> Or me. Let's make this about me. Yeah, there you go. You're the Delta 9 here, huh? I know. I, I might be the, the consumer who's looking for that perfect fit. And maybe Delta 8 is more for me because I need the emotionally available, legal across all 50 states version and not the one that's the powerhouse that's just cool in California. That's what's up. And Colorado and Washington and Oregon and Alaska and all 17 states where it's currently legal as an adult use substance. <laughs> <laughs> and I choose to live in one of them. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, Very cool. Very, very cool. What else is popping in the Delta 8? Well, let's talk a little bit about its therapeutic benefits because uh, research is limited, but we can talk about, you know, especially like, look, if you are just interested in plant medicine as an alternative to drinking, which I am experiencing right now, I'm using weed a lot more and drinking a lot less. And I'm really, really, really feeling the benefits of it. And I feel like I have always done this, but now in particular, because I'm really trying not to drink at all, it's um, just really helpful. And so maybe this is something that you'd like to try yourself and you don't have access to legal cannabis, give Delta 8 a shot and see if, you know, maybe that chocolate or gummy works for you. Um, Anxiety is something that I struggle with myself and Delta 8, uh, I feel like might be a great option for me if I didn't have, again, access to like legal weed, maybe try try some Delta 8 because I use my Delta 9 in small doses to, you know, keep myself chill and take the edge off. Also, there were two preclinical studies on mice that have indicated that Delta-8 might help to reduce pain and act as an anti-inflammatory via the, via the CB1 endocannabinoid receptors. Uh-huh. Um, and there was another study that also confirmed that Delta-8 may reduce inflammation associated with direct injury. So it looks like it definitely works for pain relief and it's an anti-inflammatory. There have been a few studies uh, on cancer with Delta-8 and it looks like uh, the National Cancer Institute is uh still trying to you know look into it but that they're you know cancer and cannabis i think the most um, interesting research that has been consistent across the board is that it looks like it can help to shrink cancer cells and reduce tumors in some cases in mice which is incredible um and obviously help with pain as well Nausea also. Um, Dr. Raphael Mashulam did a study in 1995 who found that patients who took Delta 8 THC before and after cancer treatment experienced no treatment related vomiting. Whoa. Um, yeah, so there's been there's been some research on Delta 8, just like Delta 9. It seems like they are very much fraternal twins. They sort of have the same effects with pain relief and nausea and an appetite stimulant, reducing anxiety, all that kind of stuff. And uh, also just a, maybe a good alcohol alternative. When I think about all of the different areas of this plant that helps me, uh, the biggest one for me is anxiety and sleep right now currently. Mm-hmm. And um, man, I maybe, do I want to put myself on blast for this? Sure. Well, no, because my sleep is so dialed in right now. Right. But when it's not anymore, I would love to do a, a Delta 8 experiment with myself to see how I sleep on Delta eight as well, because I'm a, I'm kind of in the routine now of an edible to sleep is my 
NyQuil is my alcohol is my um well, not my fuckboy island because I <laughs> did watch fuckboy island. But um, you know what I'm saying? like Your like, chamomile tea. Yes, mm-hmm. and edible is my routine. And yeah. so I would really like to try Delta 8. Um, when I run out of these, maybe I'll give it a go because yeah. what's the difference? Well, I'll tell you, you know, there's this new company. They just launched this um, pa- a new uh, product that is sourced from hemp but they're it, they're sourcing delta 9 from hemp and it's really pretty interesting they've come out with a line of pop rocks that have delta 9 thc like kind of quote unquote regular thc sourced from hemp in addition to some caffeine i'm pretty fascinated i'm, I'm excited to um write about it yeah um, i'm actually doing a piece on them right now but they have a whole line of delta 8 uh the company and then I, I actually don't want to say the name because I don't want to really do any. We're not doing ads. This isn't sponsored at all. But Absolutely like, not. Yeah, just look up what's available in your state. Mm-hmm. And there are many companies that are selling Delta 8 edibles and gummies online and will ship to you at home. And like, let us know. How, how did they work for you? I mean, we've definitely had some people write in and say... I'm using a Delta 8 Vapor gummy and it's all I can get where I am and it, it's working. It's working for me. Absolutely. Which, yeah. good. Yes, please. What would be your favorite combination? Like, I love the idea of Pop Rocks and caffeine. So you've got like oh. a really fun candy and then you've got this like, um, like this sip that has an effect as well. <laughs> right. You, you know what I mean? Oh, my laundry's done. Thanks for letting me do laundry here, Mary Jane. You're Does welcome. everyone know that I do laundry at Mary Jane's <laughs> so that I don't have to pay $6 in quarters every single week? It's smart. It's, yeah. I appreciate I, it. I'm so, it's my first time living with a place, living with a washer and dryer in many, many years. So I'm glad you're, you and I are both making full advantage of it, taking full advantage of it. Oh, you're man i'm so sunning you're sundowning i'm sundowning <laughs> I, I got real stoned and then i got dark and now i'm confused and now, my grammar is all over the place <laughs> if you can believe it oh my Beep, gosh <laughs> um so like yeah i like the idea of like pop rocks and caffeine or if mm-hmm. i could do some kind of like um butterscotch can like a werther's original yeah that had monster energy injected into it oh i Jesus. think that would be awesome see i think i just want like uh, like chocolate dipped strawberries that have some melatonin in them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sucking, I'm sucking on Werther's and lifting weights. Yeah, and, and I'm you... just trying to trying to nap. <laughs> just just trying to take a nap over here. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to tell you about Delta Eight. Really, I think it's like it's the big question that everyone has. A, about it is whether or not the um, DEA is going to try and regulate it, you know, like, because cannabis is obviously a schedule one drug currently still under federal law, meaning that it has uh, no medical use and high potential for abuse, just like heroin or LSD. (laughs) Fucking insane. Insane. Um, And that is largely due to Delta 9 THC because yeah. that is the the mind altering uh, cannabinoid, and so Delta 8 having these effects, you know, people are asking if uh, if it's going, you know, the federal government is going to try and make it illegal. At this point, it's just a huge, huge gray area, and it's really interesting to keep following it because there are all of these companies that. You know, CBD had the wave two or three years ago that is yep. now a tsunami. Yep. And now Delta 8 is the next wave that's coming. And as it's coming, all of these other companies are trying to sort of stamp it out. So yeah. just keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on it, especially if you're trying to be compliant in your state within state law and you think that this is something that you can do legally. Just you check your state law because things are evolving all the time. And we would never want to advise anyone to break the law, but you should totally break the law. 
I've been breaking the law my whole life. Mike, why are you looking at me like that? Because I admire it. You admire what? Like your honesty about just like, you know, finding your thing and doing your thing and I mean, repercussions I can't, be damned. <laughs> well, I can't recommend to anyone that they ever break the law, but I truly have broken the law when it comes to weed yeah. and substances since I was a teenager. And I've used them both medicinally and just beneficially from myself recreationally. And I've... Um, Benefited from it, right? Always benefited from it. Yeah. I, I love it so much. And, you know, I hate the idea that we have to sort of say, like, well, don't break the law. Like, yeah, actually do break the law and be a fucking, be a rebel because this plant should be free to everyone. And it won't be until we all say to everyone who makes those laws, fuck yourself. There you go. Um, it's one of the best ways to get things done, in my <laughs> opinion. Look, yeah. look at hip hop. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Right. Don't break the law. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck the police. <laughs> and also, and I'm so good. So just like get at, like, yeah, I, yeah. I could talk about like hip hop forever and how it equates to the rest of the world. But right. what I was going to do, do you have a, do you feel comfortable if I do some wild Delta eight speculation Absolutely. about the future? Sure. And since there's no way to tell what the future holds, we are in like a safe place to be wrong. Yes, absolutely. To me, Delta Eight sounds it feels like a one hit wonder, but it's the same. It's a it's the type of one hit wonder that lasts for possibly ten years. Mm. Because once weed is legal, like they'll squash it in some areas, they'll let it ride in some other. I think a gray area is a great place to be actually, because you can get yours and like kind of cook under the cover of night a <laughs> bit, um, without having to like jump through. An insane, possibly, this is where the speculation comes in, um, without having to jump through the insane amount of like hypocritical um, licenses and all this bullshit that every state that has legal weed is dealing with right right now. Right, right. So it's like the gray area, I think it's kind of a sweet spot for like new things because it's like you get to play both sides of the fence and hopefully people who want access to it can get it at the end of the day it's such an interesting point that you're making especially because like you know uh the gray area as far as the weed market goes some of those gray markets like in dc right now are the most interesting because exactly they are playing both sides like it's legal to possess weed in dc but you're not allowed to sell it so they've come up with the system where they sell you a fucking hat or a piece of digital art and then they gift you the weed your laundry is definitely done. Yeah, it's done now. <laughs> <laughs> and they gift you the weed and then you go home with your new, you know, like weed and the thing that you're probably going to throw in a closet and never look at. Right. But, but again, it's a gray area that works. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah. So it's, it will be interesting to see what this gray area brings for Delta 8. And I think gray, I think Delta 8 is going to have to have a huge second album to have any staying power. <laughs> because once weed goes legal, which, I mean, we've talked to so many different people who have yeah. so many different opinions and it. Who knows? It, but at the, right, who fucking knows? Nobody. Um, but I do believe once it does go federally legal, things like Delta 8, unless they have a strong second album, <laughs> um, are going to fall by the wayside. Well. Because, uh, like, and by strong second album, I mean, like, actually, Delta 8 has this that is unique to it and right. it going on for it that none of this other part of the plant has. So quite, quite, quite frankly, it's an important part of the boy band after all. Yeah. I, that's the cool thing about it is that, you know, as we uh, get to study the plant more and more and learn more and more about all of the cannabinoids, 
each one will start, the, the mysteries will start getting unlocked and how they all work in symphony, how this entourage effect actually works, how THC and CBD, when they're binding to the CB1 and CB2 receptors are working in tandem and that like a, a THC total pure distillate by itself just doesn't work the same way or do the same thing. So who knows? Maybe we'll find out that Delta-8 is like this, its own superhero cannabinoid yeah. that has some incredible effect that we just didn't know about. Yeah. You know, it's fucking... I think it's exciting. It's very exciting. And, you know, at like finding out about all of, I mean, there are so many more to unlock. We, we only know, we, we know so little. It's the Milky Way of plants. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. 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 It's wild how little we know. And like, I remember when, when we were at a Hall of Flowers, which is coming up again, mm-hmm. um, and we were talking to, I can't remember his name, but, um, well, you know how many cannabinoids have been studied versus how many there are and terps and like the it's a fucking milky way yeah it is i can't remember the exact numbers but you know more than i can list off or know about more numbers than i can picture in my small brain (laughs) i can't picture that number and actually have a good idea of what that number actually looks like (laughs) you know what i mean Yeah, yeah there's a lot to learn and a lot to know cool it's fucking awesome my other speculation for something like delta eight is if it if if weed seems like it's going to be um, not coming federal, like coming online federally anytime soon, mm-hmm. I can see Delta Eight immediately being lifted as bans once all the pol- politicians and once like William Moore, not William Morris, uh, Goldman and Sachs, like once all the lines and T's and dots are crossed, they'll just like lift all these bans. Hmm. that were gone and then corporatize it and that'll be the end of it and it'll be like the biggest thing since Budweiser beer Maybe because so. federal legalization is so complicated and so hairy and they don't want to let these people out of prison that they should fucking let out of prison and then they're just gonna be like Delta 8 whatever enjoy this other thing because we can't figure out weed yep so I could see that happening too and exactly. it becoming the biggest thing in the world yeah it's 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 really fucking interesting I mean I know right now uh, in New York, I have a friend who was just walking past a place that said it sold Delta 8 products and he walked in and he asked what they had and they had a bunch of flour and then they were also just selling regular flour, Delta 9 flour. And they were like, you know, everything's, nobody knows what's happening. Everything's just kind of a free for all right now, especially in New York, because cannabis is legal in New York for consumption anywhere you can consume tobacco. And, um, you know, I think that there are so many things to focus on right now. Regulators don't really know where to look. Yeah. And um, hopefully they're not going to just, you know, willy nilly kind of come down really hard on this and and stamp it out of existence before it gets a chance to really be studied and, and figure out where it ex- should exist in the pantheon of amazing products from our favorite plant. Um, what plant? The weed plant. Oh, uh, word. <laughs> <laughs> so basically to recap... What is what the fuck is Delta Eight, Mike? So Delta Eight is a, uh, a fraternal twin to Delta Nine. Nice. And the hemp plant and the farm bill are the reasons that Delta Eight is a beautiful loophole to getting stoned. Mm-hmm. If the hemp plant has 0.3 percent more THC in it. If it has, that's the threshold, 0.3, if it has more than 0.3%. If it has more than 0.3, if the hemp plant has more than 0.3% THC in it, it becomes a cannabis plant, which is illegal. It's always a cannabis or, plant. Oh, But oh. it's just called hemp. If it has less than 0.3% THC, okay. that is the legal definition of hemp. But it's oh. all the cannabis plant. Okay. Thank you. I'm so glad. Let's do recaps for these. This is like a nice tight bundle for me to carry home on a stick. Cool. Yeah. Um... 
and and um and there's a bunch of places that are now squashing Delta Eight because they're mad at loopholes and entrepreneurs and people who are savvy, and they're mad at Israeli studies, and they just because they're not making money, they're like, man, nobody can make money. So, but overall, it's in this wonderful gray market, and we'll see what happens next. And you are writing about it as we speak, in addition to the explainer. And it gets you high, but not as high as Delta Nine. Yes, and. One last thing that I should say is that if you are worried about drug testing, that Delta 9 uh, and Delta 8 are both forms of THC. And so if you're taking a like a urine test, which, you know, fuck your, fuck your employer if they're making you do that. Absolutely ridiculous. But uh, commercial urine drug tests don't differentiate between different cannabinoids. So if you do have a drug test coming up for something that's really important to you, you should avoid Delta-8 in addition to Delta-9 and just just to be safe. That's a great note to end on. Um, Crucial. Yeah. Crucial. But, you know, I, I uh, strongly recommend not working for someone that tests you for drugs. <laughs> for sure, for sure. You should be able to use your cannabis just just like having a beer. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's our Delta-8 splainer. I think hopefully that was helpful for, for folks. Um, it's, it's truly like such a wide world. We could dedicate a bunch of episodes to different cannabinoids and dive into them and, you know, on uh, like, yeah. I mean, look, we've dug ourselves in a beautiful hole. Yeah. <laughs> we're here. We are explaining things um, like we're learning. Like I'm learning. Ooh, and, yeah. uh, and I, like getting stoned and learning. Come on. What's more fun than that? It's great. I love it. We'll have more explainers for you soon. Please give us give us ideas of what you want to hear about. If you've enjoyed these, we would love to hear that. If you would like us to do something differently, we would also love to hear any feedback. Mm-hmm. Gentle, nice, kind feedback. <laughs> yeah, only write to Mary Jane and be like, you are awesome. Yeah, only yeah, only if there's a gold star and a kiss with it. Because I get very upset. <laughs> um, and also let us know if you've tried Delta 8 and what you think of it. Yeah, Please. let us know how your experience is with Delta 8, where you got it. What's going on? Cool. What's good? Same time, sometime next week. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Weed and Grub out. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.